How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. How we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B. Of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. And as always, I am filled with joy, enthusiasm. I am excited and looking forward to bringing yet another podcast directly to you. How we doing? Yep, this is... um. That time of the year, we are approaching the major holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, however you want to represent it, and then New Year's. And so this is the weekend just before Thanksgiving, so I want to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving and say thank you for tuning in once again. The station B.O.B. where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love and work. And so I think I have another great podcast episode for you today. And the topic for the day is what is the key to life? Yeah, that's right. What is the key to life? Well, I think. I think that there, well, let me just say this. I think the key to life is to know and understand that there may be more than one key to life. There may be several keys to life. And today I will discuss with you what I believe are some of the primary keys for you to live your best life. And with that said, how we doing? And what is going on? Okay, so let's get this party started. You know, I was thinking as I reflect on my own life and thinking about life in general, you know, and it occurred to me that now that I have turned 65 years old, believe it or not, this past September, I was wondering what has been the key or keys to living a good life for me and how I might be able to share that with you as you continue your journey from, I guess, a younger perspective, a younger point in terms of age in your life. 
And as I was saying, as you continue your journey through this wonderful life that we live, that sometimes can be very difficult and challenging when things suddenly go left for whatever reason. And so today's podcast topic, as was stated above, what is the key to life? Or like I said, should I say, what are the keys to life? And just in terms of clarifying what I mean about the keys to life, I'm talking about in terms of living a happy and fulfilling life despite all of the unknown circumstances that can and will arise sometimes when you least expect it and other times when you do expect it and it still remains a difficult task for you to handle. And so I feel and I believe that at the age of 65, although you know, I am 65, but I think I have a young boy spirit. You you feel my energy? I mean, can you feel my energy? Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I, I just have the energy. I love life. I love life. I got, I'm 65, but I have young boy energy. <laughs> I love to live, I love to laugh, I like to have fun, and, you know, I'm serious too. But like I said, I have, at the age of 65, I have young boy energy. But anyway, or should I say anywho, I have lived enough life where whereby I can shed some light on this topic for you and hopefully a way that will behoove you in your life journey going forward after your experience and listening to this podcast episode. Now, before I go any further, I think it is important for me to mention that my co-host for the Debate Gate podcast, Amanda and Dr. Rob. I think Amanda has stepped away to um, take some personal time for herself and work on some things that she felt like she had to do. And so I believe she's taking a break, if you will, to handle some personal things. You know, as I just said, to attend to in her life. And so, of course, we wish her well. And she did a great job in her podcasting debut here at Station B.O.B. And perhaps she may may return one day. But uh, if not, I enjoyed her company here in the podcast studio. Now, with that said, let's get back to the discussion. And so... When I talk about the key to life, or as I stated previously, the keys to life, I'm talking about, you know, that in terms of finding ways to feel good, handle tough times, and find out how to have a good relationship with yourself and others. 
And so we will work from that perspective for the purposes of this podcast regarding the topic of the key to life. And I hope to touch on, you know, the things that are helpful to you in your life journey and your life experiences. And so without any further ado, I say let's get this party started. So what is the first key to life? For me, I believe the first key to life is for individuals like yourself to have good self-esteem. Now, for the record, I just want to provide a definition of self-esteem, say a book definition, if you will. Even though we may all have some idea of what it means, but I think we should know what it really means. So if you have or when you get it, you know that you got it. What you say to that? So for the record. Self-esteem is defined as confidence in one's own self and having good self-worth and or abilities and self-respect. With self-esteem, it also serves as an internal mechanism that feeds our ability to feel good about ourselves. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is an important key to life. One, that you learn how to feel good about yourself and be happy with you. Because if you are not happy with you, then you will not be happy with me or anybody else that you might find yourself involved with in a in an intimate partner relationship. So in other words, unhappy people or those people who do not feel good about themselves may not be able to make other people happy over the long run on a consistent basis. So first, it's important to find out how to feel good about you, learning to love yourself and accept whatever shortcomings you believe you may have. This is definitely an important key to life. There is just something wonderful about feeling good about you. Trust me, I know. I feel good about myself every day. That's the street way to say every day. And... I think it's important that you do not compare yourself to others because you never know. People may look good in one way, but you never know how they're living in another way. And so don't compare yourself to others. You know, when you feel good, you may not feel insecure. You, you may not have trust issues regarding others or you may not. Lack trust in your boyfriend, your girlfriend, or your husband or wife. 
feeling good about you can free you from those feelings of insecurity that lead to jealousy and lack of trust in others and all of the other ill feelings that come along with not feeling good about yourself. I think this speaks to the idea of finding ways to feel good about you as a key to life. Essentially, what I'm saying, it all starts with you as an individual, period. A good you is a good me. For instance, if you good, more than likely you will be good to others. Not only will you be good to others, but more than likely you will have a good relationship with yourself. And that is the key to having a good relationship with others. What do you think about that? Take some time to ponder on that. The idea, the the power of self-esteem and how that can contribute to you feeling good. And using that and understanding that to be one of the many keys to life. Now, on to the next key to life in regard to living a good and happy life. For this next one, it is imperative to be resilient. And this is just as important as learning to feel good about yourself by improving your self-esteem. Resilience is another, uh, is another one of those intangible ingredients that we as human beings must have to not only survive, but also possibly to overcome so many of the difficult life experiences that we all will experience in one way or another. Resilience is the thing that enables us to endure tough times and hopefully overcome some of our most difficult life experiences regarding divorce, death, bankruptcy, Problems with our children, sickness, with our loved ones, unexpected loss, and I can go on and on. But somehow resilience plays a major role in helping you to to cope and to overcome. And so, for the record... Let me provide the book definition so of resilience so we know exactly what we are talking about here when we discuss resilience. I think you're going to love this definition because it speaks exactly to the points that I'm trying to make when it comes to resilience. By the book, Resilience means to have the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's sort of a toughness. It's like the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape. Now, I could not 
have said it better myself. And it's important to know and understand that resilience is most definitely a major key to life. As you will go through some stuff. There's no doubt about that. We all go through some stuff. As you may know by now, when I was nine, my mother died suddenly. Boom, she was just gone just like that. Three years later to the day, my oldest sister overdosed on heroin at the age of 20. Poof, as a matter of fact, today, November 19th, is the day that she passed away. Oh, my God, at the age of 20. And then three years after that, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Now, that is a lot of trauma and tragedy for a young boy to have endured up until the age before. I mean, all of this happened to me by the time I was 15 years of age. And for some reason, somehow, I was able to overcome these traumatic life experiences all of which were totally unexpected. And I would have to attribute that to my resilience, which, of course, during that time I had no idea what resilience was, but I understand it now because I can look back and see how I was able to overcome those tragic life experiences. And so, as I said, resilience is most definitely a major key to life as you will go through some stuff. And as they say, it is not what happens to you that matters, although it does. But the point here is that it's not what happens to you that matters. It is how you handle what what has happened to you. That is what matters, how you handle what happened, because shit is going to happen. Believe that. And if you don't, then you are in for a rude awakening. When something happens and you succumb to the pain of the circumstance to the point that you cannot recover and go forward, that is not how we are supposed to live the life we live. Let me break it down for you. Stuff happens. When it does, what you're going to do is the question. Are you going to forget about what your children need, what your wife says, or what your wife may need to, you know, you to get done, that you still have to go to work, that you still have to take care of your own health and keep up with your medical appointments, but you still have to pursue the dream you had, the plans you have to further your education. I mean, the list can go on and on and on to the break of dawn. And when things happen, if we are not resilient, we can and will succumb to the most difficult circumstances that may arise at the most inopportune time in our lives. You know, we all have a story. We all have a story. And your story can either make you 
or break you. And if your story doesn't break you, and instead it makes you, your life usually turns out to be far better than you could ever expect. Trust me, somehow tragedy, somehow tragedy can be turned into victory. As I always say, we have to learn how to turn our pain into purpose. And with that said, I'm going to step aside and let a promo in, and we'll pick up the discussion on the other side. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back. And as I was saying, resilience is another major key because things are going to happen but what's most important is not what happens it's how you respond to what happens and if you don't respond in a good way then you know what and we don't want that we don't want that and so it's important to understand that resilience is key. And you know the funny thing about resilience is that as human beings, some of us are innately or innately more resilient than others. For instance, you can be as tall as six foot ten inches and have very little resilience. Or you can be as short as four feet nine inches and have more than enough resilience to overcome your most difficult life experiences. And somehow this imbalance in resilience, because we we are not all born with the same amounts or levels of resilience. And resilience has nothing to do with whether or not you are male, female, black or white, short or tall, fat or skinny, or whatever you consider to be the perfect human being. Resilience does not come in the same amounts for all of us as human beings. But, B-U-T, we can learn how to enhance our resilience. 
if we have found that it has it is hard for us to overcome some life experiences. In fact, it may be a good idea to practice enhancing your resilience as this is a major key to life and finding ways to find some resolve during your most difficult life experiences. And so, how to improve your resilience? Now, of course, there is no one prescription for this, and what may work for some may not work for others. However, there are some basic things you can do. You see, to be more resilient, one first has to relieve themselves of the baggage they may be carrying from past experiences that may have eroded Some of your resilience to begin with. Many times that's a reason why we don't have the same level of resilience. Because when we have experienced major violations or ruptures in our lives. Those type of experiences, you know, it really is up to the individual. If that resilience doesn't kick in, it can be eroded or eradicated. And so to restore some of your resilience, it is important to learn how to forgive those who may have trespassed against you. To forgive is not necessarily for those you are forgiven, but more so for you to stop holding on to old pain. To stop looking back at something you may never be able to resolve. So Relieving yourself from the pain of your past is a step in the right direction in terms of replenishing your resilience. Not only is it a good idea to forgive those who have trespassed against you, but also it is important to learn how to let go of bad experiences and bad memories with bad people who may have wronged you. You see... It is hard for resilience to work when your mind, body, and soul is tied up with other things that have preoccupied, I'm sorry, that have preoccupied you to the point that you have no natural ability left to allow your resilience to kick in. You see, resilience is your internal support system. And it has to be free of stuff that may block your ability for it to flow in its natural way in your mind, body, and soul. Another thing you can try in terms of enhancing your resilience is learn how to nurture yourself to, to nurture yourself, excuse me. Learn how to strengthen yourself from the inside. Be good to you. Create a cozy space for yourself and your home where you can find some real comfort to reboot your good feelings about you. Reboot your good feelings about your life. This is necessary to kickstart your total positive outlook on life 
and your total positive outlook on yourself. Resilience and negativity is not a good combination. And for some reason, the more negative you are, the less resilience, the less resilient you will be. I think the next to the last thing that I'd like to talk about in terms of enhancing your resilience is that it would be important to develop problem solving skills and in doing so you find ways to reduce stress and anxiety in your life now what I have found is that when I have problems I do not focus on the problem I focus on resolving the problem so as to make it go away. And then I can get back to living my life with less problems, less stress, and less things to worry about. So when problems arise, do not focus on the problem. Turn your attention to focus on the resolution to solving the problem. Your resilience is the key to pulling up your bootstraps and finding the strength to go forward during some of your most difficult and challenging life experiences. That's right, I said it as it's spelled out clearly in the book definition of resilience. It helps you overcome Difficult life experiences. Now, I think this is the final key that I'm going to share with you. And if I think of some more, I might, I might add a part two to this podcast. But right now, I, I think this is a good place, a good first and second and third step. To go forward with another very important key to life is to learn to believe. Now, when I say believe, I'm not talking about, you know, your belief in anything or any God. That's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not telling you not to believe in God. That's not what I'm talking about either. What I'm talking about is simply learning how to believe in you. Now, when I say that, it is not to deny God. Please don't put words in my mouth. Don't confuse what I am saying. What I am talking about is learn to believe in yourself. You can believe in yourself and God too, okay? Let me just get that straight. There's enough belief and enough room for that belief. But what I'm talking about right now has nothing to do whatsoever with interfering with your thoughts and feelings about your belief in God. What I am talking about is a different kind of belief when it comes to believing. And my hope is that you don't spend any time trying to figure out what I mean when I talk about believe, not as it relates to God, but as it relates to you. That is all I am talking about. Simply 
learn to believe in belief itself that everything is going to be all right in your life. That's what I'm talking about. Learn to believe that everything is going to be all right. And yes, there will be times when things go wrong as they sometimes do. But the belief I am talking about is that you believe things will turn around with the faith you have in life and in yourself. To be clear, again, you can believe in God, okay? And believe in everything, but you have to also believe everything is going to be all right with you too. The belief I am talking about is the belief that everything is going to work out. The belief that things are not always as bad as they seem. The belief that if you fail, you can also succeed. I'm talking about the kind of belief that does not conflict with your religious beliefs. So I want to be very clear about that. I'm not talking about you and your relationship with God. I am talking about a different belief. The belief that you can have to know that everything is going to be all right. Simply to believe is a powerful way of thinking. It is simply based on knowing and believing and feeling that everything is going to be all right. And I can say that. First hand Because I've always Believed Matter of fact I've never thought There was There was anything that I could not do I mean really Anything I have done Including starting This podcast Is something that I I never thought Well uh, How am I going to do this Oh it's going to be so difficult No nobody wants to listen or hear anything I I have to say No I said you know I want to I want to have a podcast I want to do a podcast So I purchased the materials And I did some research and work And now I have a podcast When I was a young lad growing up Figuring out what to do with my life I I applied to Fordham University in New York. Fordham University is a high-level, high-ranking college where kids like myself from East Harlem don't normally attend. But I wanted to go to Fordham University, and I did not think for one second that I was not uh, qualified, smart enough, or whatever it took to get into Fordham University. I said I wanted to go to Fordham University and I took the steps to apply and to get in and I was accepted and I graduated from Fordham University and then on to NYU and then on to Rutgers and now I'm in a PhD program. So are you feeling me? When I talk about believe, I'm just talking about believe in you. Believe in the things that you want to do and don't cast any doubt on what you believe. 
Just do it. And my my saying has always been, I do not worry about the how. I just do the do. Because if you worry about the how, you're going to start thinking about ways that you're not going to be able to do it. And that's why I say, just simply believe in you. And as I bring this podcast to a close, I hope this was helpful and enlightening at the same time. There are some keys to life, and these are the ones that I reflect on when I have this discussion with you. Of course, there are more. But the keys I shared with you today certainly will provide you with a good start. Remember to believe. And if I think of some more, as I said, then I'll come back with a part two to the keys of life. Okay? Otherwise, I think you have enough to work with. If you have good self-esteem, if you increase your resilience, learn to forgive, learn to let go, learn to problem-solve, and most of all, learn to believe. You got to believe that everything is going to be all right. And with that said, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks again, my friend, for tuning in. Thank you for spending time with me as I enjoyed our time together. And hopefully you enjoyed our time together too. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. And as always, remember, love is an action, not a word. And it is not supposed to hurt. And with that said, I'm going to let you go because I know you got things to do. And so do I. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com see my website relationshipreadiness.org to learn more about my counseling consulting and educational programs related to life love and work finally in the words of the late great reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. if I can help somebody as I pass along If I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.